Hi, I'm Renee Rochelle, the founder and president of One True Match. I'm here to help you find and cultivate the love of your life. For over a decade, I've dedicated my life to the importance, purpose, and dynamic of human relationships. My team and I are disciplined by faith, love, and integrity to help our clients find the quality relationship they've always dreamt of. Each week, I will be sharing the tools and tips I've learned that have rooted my success as a matchmaker with other leaders around the world. Hello, loves. Welcome back. I'm so excited to be here for another exciting podcast to talk about all things relationships and all questions everybody has. So today, sitting here with beautiful Connie. It's always good to be here. Always my amazing volunteer on the team to actually be a part of this with me. I know. I feel like everyone needs to start piping up on their podcast. I know, (laughs) but you are a true winner and always here. I love it. So, and everybody loves hearing from you as well. So we are going to talk today about dating with exclusivity in mind. Yeah. I think it's the number one thing that's missed. Yeah, and it's also people forget to almost talk about it, and it seems like very simple, but also people are dating with the wrong intentions nowadays, so... It is, and like all these dating apps have all different, you can come in as a friend, you can come as networking, you can come in on all these different levels of how and what you possibly want out of your journey and experience of dating it's supposed to be, but at the end of the day... The reality of it is, is why people come to us and why people actually romantically believe in the Hallmark journey, whatever you want to call it, is they truly want to be in an exclusive relationship with one person for the rest of their lives. However, the reason we're bringing this topic up is because there are so many times that clients, it's hilarious and sweet and kind and so adorable when they're matched within the first introduction. Yes. And then they go into like culture shock of like, there's no way this can be the one. And we're like, but that's why you hired us. That's why we're here yeah. to help you along this journey to know if it's the one. However, it does take time. I always say slow and steady wins the race. So don't rush into it just yeah, because it's very also, possible. Yeah. But also, you know, stop dating other people. I mean, the one advice we just gave to one of our clients literally just hours ago yeah. was to put down your phone for like days and get off any app or account that you still have. Because it's amazing how that can actually give you clarity when you're ignored by all of the social channels that absorb your mind to have the temptations or the distractions that don't work out long-term. Yeah, a hundred percent. And after I'm speaking with that client, they were like, oh yeah, I guess you're right. That would be the case. And it's like, when you have too many, it's just like when you go to the grocery store, when you have so many different brands or so many different flavors of stuff, sometimes it's like, I don't know. I just want something basic, right? Right. I just want something that's good for me. That's what it's almost like when it comes to, sometimes the options are too much. If you give, like, if you're already interested and this person is a great match and it's going well, take it with two hands and run. Like, don't give, keep giving yourself those options because then you're going to be really sad that you snoozed and you lose, lost um, on that person that was there exactly the whole time. It's just you kind of didn't want to settle down almost for that right. one and I, and I also say, I mean, obviously there's millions of options out yeah. there, right? I mean, between the divorce rate being 15%, which I'm trying to change because it drives me crazy, yeah. is also then, you know, there's a lot of single people out there. 
And when you're left to the entire option of who's out there and who's not and who could be the best, I mean, honestly, let's be let's be honest. We've all fallen in and out of love with multiple people, probably along our journey, right? Yeah. So we do know that the heart can fall and it can come <laughs> back and it can be broken and it can come back and whatever. So we could do that with hundreds of people, yeah. right? But we choose to exclusively find that one person, work on a relationship and work literally being part of the word, which is like a career and it's so rewarding, Yeah. but it's also like the reward you have when you choose one and you work at it together and you grow these memories and you grow this, these milestones of life together is so valuable. Yeah. And it's not meant to be perfect from day one, but if you're both looking for the same thing and the same to be exclusive and to grow together, that is like Renee just said, part of the journey that you want to go together. You want to do this together. And instead of just being, you know, like Renee said, it's like a career. You have to keep giving it. You have to keep, it's like a car. You have to keep giving it fuel to keep running, you know? And it sounds silly. Going in for the maintenance. Yeah. And it sounds so silly, but a lot of people are just like, ah, oh, you know, it's not going to be a long time or I'm not not dating with, you know, to go with that one person or something or I'm dating to see how it goes. It's like, no, date with intention that you're going to spend the rest of your life with that person and then you'll truly see the right outcome. Right. And you have to give it each relationship. So like if two people are interested, instead of like getting bored and you're like, oh, you need that. I always call it, you know, obviously like the oxytocin of the attention from somebody or something else while you're still single and you're thinking, oh, this can't be this soon, this quick, this much of a relationship. And like, put your phone down for five days and not have the distraction and focus on the relationship that you're in and see where the good Lord takes you. Because it's amazing when you kind of like check and balance and boundaries we talk about all the time, where you actually then spend all your energy instead of a wasted time with the emotional warfare, I say that online dating is. And yeah. we have all, we'll do a podcast on that for sure. But it's just psychologically better for you to spend time. And even if you say, okay, for the next 14 days, I'm going to give it my all. It's 14 days. Yeah. What does, what does 14 days mean when you've already been single for two years? years? So if if people would spend more time, I'm, I'm giving you a challenge. If you are starting to date or, you know, somebody that's in this psychological warfare of just dating, which can be really devastating Mm -hmm. is to spend the next 14 days, not being on an app, not reaching out to anybody else, not having any curiosity. If you can do it for 30, that would even be better. But if 14 days is already too much for like, then in the relationship that you've started to already talk and speak to, mm-hmm. try, give it your entire percent effort because it's amazing how many times we then share with clients and other people we know is it's like, then they take flight. I always give the example of like flying, like we're on the tarmac, like we got <laughs> in the plane, right? And then we got to the tarmac and we're yes. ready to take off and there's like five planes in front of you and you're still wondering like when are we gonna go is it our turn next and you don't know because you can't see in front because you're in the plane <laughs> you cannot see what's happening in front of you but then eventually you take off yeah and that's what I tell everybody and you want a safe landing so take off with the person you're already in the plane with yeah because you're already going through that journey and that experience and the goal is to then take the journey however long that flight is Hopefully it's forever so that you can land smoothly through all of the, you know, ups and downs that turbulence takes you, right? 
Yeah, and it's and it's it's we say this over and over. It's not that just because we're matching because we don't see everything as sunshine and rainbows. That's not how we see it. But it also is about you know putting in that work. Like when I said, staying on the same plane. And when it comes to you know just dating in that mindset, it's like yeah, if you stop being distracted by everything else, it would make such a huge difference. And say if you are out there on dating apps because we know not everyone works with a matchmaker. How about go on a date with that one person that you're going out with, say, on Saturday at 9 p.m. and only focus on them for a week or two weeks, like Renee said, instead of then going on the next night and being like, yeah, it kind of went well, but I'm going to keep swiping on the app. Because then you're never really letting that chance, that chance in that relationship to take flight. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, if you learn a new skill, I don't know. It's like dating with a lingering eye. Yeah. You shouldn't do that. That's not good. I mean, just even when we learn new skills, right? If we're going to take up cooking, we're not going to try in the same time as cooking in the kitchen. We're not going to do something else at the same time. We're going to focus on our hobby or what you're trying to learn, right? So one task at a time. Yeah, morally, like do everything one, yeah, one task at a time, one person at a time. And it may seem silly, but it's like, Date one person at the same time, and that means you're truly giving it your all. And we've talked about this, you know, about giving 100%, but that's truly is giving your all to see if you're, you know, allowing it to even take flight. Because sometimes people don't even give it that chance because they have too many eyes on too many different places trying to see too many different options. When you truly don't really need options, you should be focusing on one person at the one at one time and seeing if, if, that, if that's what you're looking for, you know, is truly making sure that that's, I mean, that you're giving it up your full chance. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's so important. Like we also talk about, you know, people will say, well, how many times should you chat on the phone or when you connect with somebody? And I always tell everybody, like, it's so important that you have at least a good hour long hour and a half is ideal conversation with somebody. You should, you should have so much to talk about in the beginning when people say, Oh, we have like a 15 minute call. I'm like, what did you learn in 15 minutes? Like, where is the inspiration to continue on? Like, it should be like a good 45 minutes to an hour phone call. I mean, and then also because you're making that time to date with exclusivity in mind, you're actually giving somebody that time. Yeah, absolutely. And if it's, if say that first phone call isn't great, maybe it does end up kind of 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and it's shorter than we expect, then Go it, you know, and that happens very occasionally if it's like awkward. And we've talked about this before. Awkwardness happens. It kind of like it happens, right? There's nothing you can do about it. Just get past it. But then on that next phone call, yeah, you, like Renee said, you should be talking for hours and hours and hours. And if you are doing it with intention and you're having a phone call with intention, say you're doing long-term relationships or you're dating from different states or so on and so forth, well then put a date on the calendar. Do not build, and this is my pet peeve do not build a relationship on text phone call social media like don't make a fake relationship and not know them in person which right so we always give the advice because so many people will ask like how many times how many phone calls do you do so you actually meet in person and I always say like it's so important that you at least do one phone call maybe two then do a video call. If you're local, you can bypass the video call and just get together in person. Yeah. But when people go on and on and on with weeks in between to actually meet and we understand things happen, life happens, people yeah. are busy, and God forbid an accident or some sort happens. Yeah. Like it's hard, but yet when some people will say, well, I don't really know if I'm feeling it. And I was like, well, how long has it been that you've been talking and not met yet? And they're like, oh, three or four weeks or so. 
And the reality of it is, is now it's lost that zest. It's lost that excitement because the next step of it, when you're looking for a romantic relationship, is to obviously make sure that you connect on a personal level, face-to-face. Well, and anyone can be anyone. I hate to say this, and this sounds terrible because some of my favorite relationships, couples, are our long-distance, our long, yeah, yeah, long-distance started-off relationships. But one thing is, like, do not, like, just... Don't waste time. If you're not going to intend to see them, meet them, you, everyone can be someone else on the phone, on the internet, on the, on text. And I hate, and I hate to say that because I do, I, we're all in, you know, all in favor of being, you know, long distance for a little bit, but then you know, you're this, but everyone can act slightly different. They can have a little bit more confident on the phone. They can have more you know, charm on text because they're saying, you know, when it comes in person, it's like, oh, you know, that might not flow as much or something like that. So you don't want it to be awkward as well. You well, don't want and- all this talk and no action in real life because that right. really suck. Which is so important because we're trying to get you into a romantic relationship. So it's important that you also connect in the chemistry department and how you do that is by showing a personality. Like it's amazing how you can have a phone conversation and then you meet them in person, either it's flat or it's exciting, yeah. you know, and it's so different. Everybody's a little bit different in that department. And, you know, I always do tell everybody, you know, the goal is to, when you're dating with intention is to get to that third date. Yeah. And a lot of people will say, well, what if, why, what if I don't know after the first date? And I was like, well, the first date is all about fact finding. The first date is a lot more logic than it is emotional and fun and flirty and exciting. I hope not. But sometimes it takes people to get over those nerves or just like first jitters, you know, to then get to that second date to give somebody a chance. I always say if you're not emotionally curious enough on the first date, then don't proceed on to a second date. But if there's enough curiosity and you go into it with the intention that you're meeting another brother or sister in Christ to like connect and get to know them out of curiosity, then by the second date, have something that's a little bit more fun, a little bit more engaging. But I can't tell you how many people, and I feel like we repeat this over and over again, I will until I'm blue in the face (laughs) and people like actually follow these kind of tips that we've witnessed and seen in works is that when we're like, by the time they get to that third day, it's amazing how people have let their guards down. They feel way more comfortable. They're now being what we see them to be because they're natural and comfortable with us. They're just also giddy and they're overthinking and they're not like just being in the moment and being present. So I always say it's so important to get to that third day. And if by that third day, it's continuously growing, your next goal is to get to that fifth date. Yeah, and you keep going on, right? And if it gets to that date, then you get to, you know, months together and years together and all of that fun stuff. And I also say, you know, people say how many times until you go on a date or if your first date went, okay, how did it go? Like, Like, read the room. If the first date was a restaurant, um and that kind of just didn't bring out that personality or you didn't love the vibe or you didn't have a chance to talk then read the date environment I mean we have plenty of podcasts like date ideas on here but it's like don't just go with your standard restaurant your standard I don't know coffee shop like don't just do the same old thing if it's not pulling both of your personalities out if you both know you love I don't know. I'm going to this whole cooking thing, but I think that's the only thing that's coming to my mind. If you work on business, team building experience. Yeah, if you love cooking, <laughs> go to like those active, like those um cooking classes together. Ones that you cook and eat. Like make it more fun, make it more flirty, and really you're in charge. So if it's not going well, 
and it's not you like you've made this connection already either by the phone or something if it's not going well it's maybe because like don't just think about the person think of the environment and you know how you guys can actually like go in the right direction and not just be like via phone call do you know what I mean I totally agree (laughs) and another thing that we I think have said before and I'm just going to bring it up again that when you are dating with intention, after you get through the logic of all the questions and the answers we want to know about somebody that we've already really, really much done as matchmakers, but if you're out there on your own dating, is it so important that then if there is that interest and there is that excitement, then you kind of start going into the playful matter of like so many, like some of our clients will say, what do I say next? I'm like, pick up something that they said on a call and send them a cute meme or some emoji Mm -hmm. of some sort where it's like, you're then bringing some fun playfulness into it, which then strikes up that romantic side. Yeah. And that's it. You're not, you don't, you guys shouldn't, I mean, if you're in, you know, in dating with an exclusive mind, you shouldn't be dating as friends. Like you should be in that romantic, you know, mind atmosphere. So whatever. It's such a key point because you are dating exclusivity in mind, which is long-term, which is a romantic relationship. And you don't want to have. Or don't date. Yeah, yeah, either don't date. Or you're going to have a friend who's probably then going to live with you. Then you end up in the friend zone, which is what I feel like we get that question all the time. How do I, you know, get out of the friend zone? Or I really like this person, but I've never ever been able to take it to the next level. Well, if you think about it, if you haven't done all the steps and the the tools that we have just even at a very small level shared with you, then you're not going to be able to get to that exclusive relationship because the relationship is still at the gate, not even on the plane yet. <laughs> yeah, sure. I just came back from a trip. So I'm all about taking planes to different cities and being derailed in like, in like delays and everything else, which is kind of like dating. That's what actually started this whole idea. That yeah, we exactly. Were about the Doesn't always go smooth sailing, exactly. <laughs> but that's the thing is that you have to make it romantic. Otherwise you're going to have a roommate for the rest of your life. You know, I think that, I mean, we have couples that have come, like people that have come to us and say, this is actually why I hired a matchmaker this time around because me and my ex-husband or ex-wife just became roommates and you have to constantly so not only are we talking in the dating period but you need to continue these throughout your whole relationship like I said like change up those date nights if you've gone to date nights to dinner for months years and you've never really do something that you might not even think is fun I mean make it I laugh. Love like it. Do, one, do of our, one of our couples that we actually just spoke to we were like oh how was your weekend because they were spending the whole weekend together which was so cute and they literally said we just spent the whole weekend on the couch just talking yeah so I mean it doesn't have to be but the point is when you meet that person and it is the one if the conversations are endless yeah. And you just want to talk more and more and more. And that's the one that you focus on mm-hmm. to start an exclusive relationship and let God do the rest of where it will go. And I think that enough people don't give people a chance yeah. for the exclusivity to begin for them to actually experience the love of the right relationship that Absolutely. they're seeking for, but they've never witnessed or experienced. So absolutely on that note we hope that you have found this beneficial and helpful and to pass this along to your friends and family and others and remember when you're dating for any of our married couples out there that are listening because we always love our community of our happily successful married couples dating and engaged 
is to remember to always date your mate. Date your mate. With exclusivity in mind, obviously, but to also remember to romance each other, have fun, be playful. And when you find the one, you hold on tight and you never let go and you never give up. Yep. And like Renee said, always have fun and laugh together and all the small things make all the big differences. Amen. So true. We're going to love and leave you and hope you have a blessed day. We can't wait for our next chat. Bye. Bye. It's been another great talk on this episode of One True Talks by Renee Rochelle. I look forward to our next chat. Please write in your questions and comments so I can be sure to talk about whatever it is you want to discuss in our next upcoming episode. Lots of love. God bless. XOXO.